and welcome back to Hey, I'm Trek Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is known in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me at KCSGE on Twitter. You can tweet the show. That is at HEFpod. You can also email the show. That is at hey, uh, hey Frankfurt at yahoo.com. Back to, to talk a little bit more, now that the international break is all said and done, to talk everything that is Eintracht, and we'll kind of go over uh, what is to be expected with uh, Eintracht versus Dortmund for this weekend's match is Nathan in St. Louis. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Well, uh, glad that the near monsoon, or, or so it felt like that, you know, but what week and a half worth of uh, precipitation has finally dissipated because yeah grass in the front started getting a little long <laughs> and uh, that's only going to make the dog have allergies or god knows what other health issues love this little pooch who is a common contributor to the <laughs> podcast it should be said but only when she doesn't drink the beer for what are we drinking segment <laughs> I didn't realize that this was the veterinary uh, <laughs> podcast, but this is all about Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, yeah. Quite a few players uh, had to pull out of international duty uh, due to injury, something we'll kind of discuss in a little bit. Uh, but some international action was had. Uh, Tawatha was with uh, Israel. Uh, that didn't exactly go down too well as he was actually taken off. <laughs> In the last no. ma- in his last match as the UEFA Nations League, a rather interesting kind of a competition to say the least. Uh, let's see, he went out with uh, lower back pain while on duty for Israel. So, yikes! <laughs> when it rains, it pours, as you were talking about earlier. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. So, um, who is next? Well. Marco Ross has been out with some tendon issues. He's kind of been in and out. Vellums will be out for at least the next match. It's technically going to be three matches, but there's a a plea that has uh, a ruling has not come down for his, uh, uh, you know, to get the the three match suspension probably moved down to like two or even one matches. But uh, good luck on that, dude. That was a uh, yeah. Chances are not, not are slim, not high at all. If I'm brutally honest, and not gonna hold back. So, paciencia. He's out for six weeks due to a muscle tear. People Good thought yeah. that uh, you know just stumped his foot just a little bit. Nope. You know if he did this like during the test match that we won uh, over the international break. That would be one thing, but, you know, just in training, boy, they. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what luck. Uh, we've really bit. hit a skid. Yeah, snake bit. That's a good way to describe it. Everyone's falling down, backing out. I mean, it's not like Dortmund, our opposition at the weekend, doesn't have their own kind of issues at That's present. That's true. We'll say that much, but the fact of the matter is, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that. That's the only reaction that I really have in regards to this because it's just. Ugh. And pretty soon, we'll uh, uh, a certain Alex Meyer is still looking for a team. He might find it back at his old club. <laughs> You know, you're oh. laughing right there. And the th- oh god, sadly the thing is it's <laughs> true. Golly, we could sure use him at this moment in time, but all I can do is just rub my temples, you know, very strongly with my hands, kind of trying to you think know, oh, there nothing can go I'm wrong now. To- uh does not work here. <laughs> No, it doesn't. I'm starting to, like every morning I get up and, you know, we're a couple hours, seven, eight hours, uh, you know, behind uh, Frankfurt. And so they're starting training They're you know, through their first, you know, morning training session. And every every morning I get up and I dread looking at the training report uh, to, to just 
hoping that no, you know, uh, hoping beyond hope. It it feels like now that people will not be insured. <laughs> Jesus, they keep dropping like flies. Um, yeah, this all in the heels of uh, Adi Hutter. Uh, all but three days ago before a few of these injuries took place saying that, you know, we were lacking, you know, balance and creativity in, in with our current roster. So holy cow, <laughs> now we're lacking it more. <laughs> Golly. Um, at the end of the day, we're, we can only beat what is in front of us, but ugh. yeah, I mean, uh Dortmund and uh and whoever is going to be starting for them will uh be champing at the bit to to face uh Frankfurt as as they sit right now. Well, we'll see. Maybe uh we're just that wild kind of wild card in their eyes that uh is unpredictable at times. I truly hope so. <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes that's all you need, hope. You know, mm-hmm. hope got people through, you know, all sorts of other things over the years. Because, look, being an Eintracht fan, you have to have hope that, you know, that you will have that moment and you have to cherish that moment. The win in the Pokal over, over Bayern Munich, that three <laughs> to one win. I mean, uh, hell okay. yeah. The, Look, we're going to be talking about this for years and years and years to come because, let's face it, they were expected to stomp on us, and yet we held out just a little bit of hope. It's like, you know, the result will be the result, but hey, you know, we'll love yeah. it if we win. And then we did win. That's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> we soaked it. I was just happy that we were there, and my God, we won it. Fair and square. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't need a VAR decision to be able to help our bones out. Uh, did we? Oh, <laughs> uh, So, all Fair things considered, let's get down to what's going on with the Eintracht. So, um, other injuries that are also going on. Uh, Chico out two to three weeks. Fractured vertebrae. Chandler is still out. Salcedo is still out. Andre Rebich is back to individual training uh, along with Gasinovich and Abraham. So here's hoping that all three of these guys will be well and truly available. Come yeah, Rebich is back. How about that? No, Clean bill right. of health, apparently. Originally, when it kind of got brought up, some people were talking about how, you know, he got injured while uh, on World Cup duty. Hey, look, you know, when you're on the World Cup and you're making a run when you're a country the size of Croatia, obviously, whatever needs to be done, you will do to ensure that you continue that ride. So I'm not surprised that he might have taken Certainly. some injections or some sort of pills or whatever. But yeah, he missed. You know, kind of can't blame the guy, but it's worrisome. He missed. Which game did he miss? Um on the, the the path they had already started to ascend a little bit and he did not play in one of the games due to um injury and um there was there was spec you know some worry that he wouldn't play anymore the in the quarter, world cup but um, he, the quarterfinals he, or semifinals then he started thinking offhand but yeah it, that can't, being can't. said exactly but, but he came back. <laughs> yeah. Injections. Uh, it's not the first time that people have heard about that before. If anyone's seen Varsity Blues, now granted this is an American uh, silly high school football movie. It's not exactly like that. In case someone's <laughs> not got an idea of how exactly that goes down. Um, it's just something that can play through the pain. But the thing is, at the end of the day, you'll still have to do some rehab work. Anywho. That's quite a lot of uh, injury talk. Uh, Let's talk about something that's going to be happening in Frankfurt. My gosh. Uh, So Jerome Boateng is going to return for one match. Um, Yeah. Well. Not Jerome. It's a a manner of kind of return. So does anyone remember the old. Yeah. Does anyone remember. (laughs) Kevin Prince. uh, 
the uh, player, Brazilian player Ronaldinho. Well, any, anyways, uh, in case Ronaldinho. anyone does not, uh, brief history. Uh, guy went to was no for <laughs> no for playing for PSG. Wow, the world went to Barcelona. Even impressed my wife with his own set of skills because I mean. He beat Real Madrid single-handedly in one match, and the people at the Bernabeu, the stadium of Real Madrid, actually all stood up and gave him a round of applause because he was so brilliant. Well, anyways, he then went on to the likes of Milan, uh, then went to a um, number mm-hmm. of clubs in Brazil, even a, uh, two, no, one club in Mexico before calling it a day. He, as a Brazilian international, his only senior uh, title with Brazil was winning the 2005 Confederations Cup, um, which was played in Frankfurt. Uh, he's going to have a game of champions and all sorts of players uh, for Brazilian friends of his and German internationals and such. Everyone's going to be a part of it. And our own Kevin Prince, well, uh, he's going to forever be our own. Let's be honest. Kevin Prince will return, and this match is going to be on the uh, 17th of November. Tickets are available. We will uh, let you find out uh, where to get them, because we're, you know, if you want to advertise, pay up. But (laughs) uh, I think it's kind of (laughs) cool that, you know, hopefully, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that Eintracht won't see a single dime of the money that's going to be made from this. It's probably going to be all going to uh, the company that runs the Comets Bank Arena. But, you know, for me, this is another reason why Eintracht needs to get their hands on the Comets Bank Arena. Because, look. It's a good point. I mean, this this game is... is probably going to be what anywhere between 30 to 50,000 people. You know, this is an additional event on top of the fact that, you know, Frankfurt is normally, and we'll get to that in a second. Normally they are a go-to destination for the German national team when they does come to play in their international matches. Um, This 10 million euro rent is just just it's just hanging around the neck of the club what they need to do is get down to getting the stadium expanded especially with uh the bid for the what is the 2024 european championship if eintracht is able to get their hands on the current spec arena and then be able to expand it themselves yes uh so much more money will be flowing into the likes of the eintracht coffers um there's a reason why Mm -hmm. those guys in munich are so Fucking rich. They have their own <laughs> fucking stadium that they own that they had a team paying a lot of money to rent in 1860 Munich. But I mean, look, I'm not oh, wow. expecting the FS Kyle Frankfurt <laughs> to suddenly shoot all the way up the league into the Bundesliga and then pay Eintracht rent. That would be quite crazy. But <laughs> It just kind of highlights some of the events that Eintracht Stranger could be, things have happened. you know, taking in as their for their own money in, instead of just paying rent on the stadium. That's that's my rant on uh, uh, that's my rant in place of Roman's rants <laughs> <laughs> for this week. Yeah, much needed. Indeed. Much needed. Nathan, do you have anything to kind of <laughs> add on this? I mean, it's a fun little event that will be at the stadium, but like I said, mit. If we owned the stadium, I mean, this would be the perfect opportunity to rake in the money of which we'll get into the DFB uh, pulling out of playing in Frankfurt in just a second. It it has all the appearances that, um, you know, football in Frankfurt is very uh, big. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty cool that a, that, a, that event that an event like that with, you know, legends like Ronaldinho. um will be on the pitch uh, uh, showing their wares. He's he, That dude's still got it to a certain <laughs> degree. Dude, He doesn't he still play in some, like, indoor soccer league that, like... I it, think his the, competitive days might be getting past him on this I, one. But. I, I, these could be 
past events, but like I see like uh, highlights of his in indoor soccer tournaments and just destroying people. Still, he's, he hasn't dude's... played a competitive uh, for you know fielding a com- a pe- com- com- yeah yeah uh, fielding being fielded in a competitive match since 2015. Okay, and he's only recently announced. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually retired now. And if anyone actually listens to this amazing podcast that is out there from the BBC uh, Radio 5 Live channel that's called uh, World Football Phone-In. Oh, yeah. There is one commentator who uh, is based in Rio and is there on a week-by-week basis. Um, He has mentioned the Ronaldinho, uh, the kind of player that we saw, which peak him was basically right as leaning into the... uh, 2006 uh, World Cup as he, mm-hmm. you know, as an individual, he was playing <coughs> he was playing with PSG and then he went to Barcelona mm-hmm. you know, on a deal 30 million euros, which seems oh man, which seems <laughs> pittance compared to some of the money that's being spent these uh, days. Sure. Anyways, yeah. um, but, you know, he just he lit up the world and you know, we Dude's, used to see him. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. If anyone's in Frankfurt, hey, look, go out, enjoy it, because players like him, uh, they are kind of a once in a generation talent, and for his generation, he was the very best. Now his peak moments were not as <laughs> way transcendent as you like might want to think, because um, it was admitted that like from coaches of his kind of mentioned the fact that the guy's living life like he's gonna die tomorrow <laughs> that, that doesn't sounds horrible well. hey, that sounds like a horrible thing to <laughs> say about a person but that's just the way it is there's a lot of uh highly talented uh, athletes out there that live like that so you George know for Best better was, for worse uh, probably the most well-known <laughs> one who ended up oh old going Babe to the Ruth United himself States. didn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's different. A, a totally different sport but yeah he way before everybody else was uh, a superstar of his time we were talking ranting and raving a little bit about how Eintracht uh, should own the Commerce Bank Arena let's get to the fact that Germany uh, haven't played a na- uh, UEFA Nations League game let's see that uh, game was against France. That was a nil-nil draw. Uh, this, this Nations League now used as comp- more of a competition kind of thing than the mm-hmm. old friendly format. They then played friendly against Peru, who looked pretty decent and sprightly during the World Cup, if anyone uh, didn't see them. Uh, they were the guys that had the red and white uniform, uh, yeah. the white uniform with the red sash down down the side. I mean, amazing fan about- uh turnout oh for that one amazing fan turnout i think that was the first world cup since either 78 or was it 82 82 that they had been a part of so yeah considerable length of time longer than it has even been for canada being at the world cup (laughs) Uh, just if any canadian listeners we have uh sorry about that that was that's just facts (laughs) that that uh streak has now been broken so that was played in Sinsheim, where some people know that Hoffenheim play their matches at. It is really <laughs> a pain in the ass when the DFB, being the cowards that they are, mm. decide to really stick it to the Eintracht fans and just fans from Frankfurt in general. Because I'm sure that there are plenty of people who live in Frankfurt, I don't know why they would, who are not Frankfurt fans. Just saying, why would... Anyways, you know, I guess you, I <laughs> it's guess a, it's if a metropolitan you for city. your home team, you know, and you're from X country, Y country, or yeah. I don't know, uh, maybe you're from uh, the wrong side of the tracks in Munich. I don't know. You could cheer <laughs> for obviously another team. It's not required by law because that would be a little crazy. No, this is not, <laughs> this is not a socialist country. But the fact that, you know, they, the DFB, was scared of the Eintracht Frankfurt ultras and that they might not, you know, they might put up a protest in front of a national TV audience. Ooh, my gosh, this is, this 
is so annoying that they yeah. would kind of pull out some shenanigans like this. And that's all that the press has really been talking about. I've got to wonder, what in God's green earth were they thinking that that uh, were they really thinking that you know the Frankfurt fans would really be that bad? Look, yeah. you say Shiza Day at Bay uh, the Pokal <laughs> final. You know, that's one thing, but, you know, we're no one's burning flags here to use a U.S. Uh, uh, story connecting <laughs> <laughs> connecting story, which if anyone is kind of curious of what the heck I'm talking about, uh, protests of the Vietnam War. Mm. Need I say more? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Supreme Court case as a result. Um, the mm. uh, it. You know, I I didn't I didn't read the emails exactly. I know they came out. Um, Dear Spiegel, I think uh, had them um, uh, between uh, Grindel and the vice president of the DFB. I believe those the two two bunch of clowns. Yeah, but you know, I can't I can't imagine that uh, you know our protests during like you said the the Pokal uh, finale like detracted fans from watching it and that's the only thing i can think of that they would it, it doesn't make them look bad or good in it from a they haven't from a, looked good ever since their, exactly. their handling of the mesut ozil issue yeah. which we are not going to delve into that because that is opening up yeah i entire, mean that is opening up an entire <laughs> box of crazy that no one wants to get involved with well we uh i think uh that was uh, one of roman's rants again that was a pretty good one <laughs> um but i mean look it, i i think it all has to do with ego these two or even one individual that would go out of his way to to do something like that. But I mean, I guess hats off to, to the journalists at, um, Der Spiegel that got, that got this stuff out, you know, mere days before the, 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 um, the match took place in a, where, what, what city was it in? Uh, Hoffenheim. Sinsheim, yeah, 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 not yeah, yeah. Hoffenheim. Remember, uh, Hoffenheim oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> like tiny speck of a village and yeah. sometimes is a city like right next to it's not even really that big even in and of itself yeah you're uh, i mean you're right if, if they're worried about numbers in the stadium they would have brought there's only twenty five thousand people there exactly. even, even for it exactly if they're worried about numbers in the stadium they would have taken it to a bigger city one of which would be frankfurt so um it, it I don't think that they they did a good job of of you know you know look if they wanted to take it to somewhere else that they thought oh we're worried about the Frankfurt Ultras well I'm sorry Hoffenheim's stadium is not exactly the place that I would have put it in yeah you could have taken look if you wanted a smaller stadium but not in necessarily a smaller city uh, I don't know uh, you could. Maybe you could play it in Leverkusen, for example, you know, about the same size, but you're squashed right in between multiple cities like Dusseldorf, uh, Cologne, Gladbach uh, is over in that neck of the woods as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot. I mean, the Northwest Fallen area is covered with small, you know, you know, Dritte Liga teams, <laughs> Weite Liga teams, Regional Liga teams who have stadiums that hold. 20 to 35 could use the exposure exactly yeah they wouldn't say no to the money either Mm -hmm. and you chose to put it in sinsheim i mean come on the uh, i mean the conspirators conspiratorial side of me thinks that deet uh dietmar hop um had something to do (laughs) with the change in venue location but i don't know i feel like the the um, ultras in Frankfurt are being the scapegoat in this situation for other nefarious things that a mafia might do. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, 
remind, uh, reminder, everyone, that uh, <laughs> we may come from the Midwest of the United States, and the United States is well known for uh, Italian mafia, uh, black hand kind of activities. But we do Saint not Louis is, uh, despite the fact that Saint is. Louis and Kansas City have a <laughs> very long and bloody <laughs> and uh, horribly corrupt history when it does come to the mafia. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that being said, uh, let's get away from uh, this shenanigan. So let's. seven matches in twenty three days. Uh, interesting action that's going to be Holy coming up cow. for the Iron Truck, indeed. Fun, interesting tidbit before we kind of delve into that. Uh, did you see that Ronald uh played the second game of his uh the international break with Denmark? Yeah, because uh, yeah, so a fun little uh, I guess they're they have this collective bargaining agreement in terms of fees, appearance fees, and that sort of nonsense. Uh, yeah, so they had this disagreement between the players, which I guess they have a players union for Denmark, and a disagreement with their own uh, soccer governing body. So what they are looking to, they were looking to get some more money. Uh, anyone who has followed the United States women's national team can attest to uh, these sort of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's it has been pretty high profile, but it's been since settled in the United States. But same sort of thing. And what they did so as to not uh, be, you know, expelled from the Nations League, uh, which they did fine in their second game. They actually brought their futsal team in before they could get an agreement in place. Uh, that once they had the agreement, the first team, including Renault, uh, went out there on the field uh, and promptly kicked the ass of the Welsh national team. <laughs> but uh thought that was quite hilarious. I mean, it's not like Ronald was playing because uh, Kasper uh, Schmeichel, son of the great uh, goalkeeping legend uh, Peter Schmeichel. Uh, so he didn't really kind of... He wasn't going to really save the chance anyways. But uh, I just found that quite interesting yeah. that subplot going on there. <laughs> so seven matches... 23 days let's if we got the second if we got the time um yeah we're gonna take a little time out here we're gonna do into go into what are we drinking and we'll discuss our seven matches in 23 days so nathan what are you drinking um so i'm drinking um in in accordance with our injuries that we've had lately a sour beer it's uh (laughs) (laughs) it's more of a i think it's more of a gosa but um it's made with raspberries it's from 10 barrel brewing company it's pretty good what are you drinking uh is that a st louis company one i st louis based uh i don't they're in oregon they're in Oregon. They're in Oregon. Yeah. All right. I'm it's going a very with hipster my can. Own. <laughs> there you go. I myself am going with my own uh, local brewing company, uh, not KC Beer Company, but the uh, the little bit bigger one that a lot of people in the United States and a couple places abroad in foreign aspects also enjoy. Uh, that is the brewing company known as boulevard brewing company i have their uh bob's 47 no, that nice. is their uh oktoberfest special so what there you go oh <laughs> that's the nectar of life Prost. all righty let's get right into segment two shall we so as we mentioned uh a couple times Seven matches in 23 days. We kick it all off with Dortmund, but we're going to get down to uh, what it will all entail. So, Eintracht, before the October international window comes in, we'll have uh, two Europa League matches and five Bundesliga matches. Hey, think of it this way. If we were playing in the Pokal... That's just another one. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Good. Girl. Yeah, we need the break from <laughs> for, with these injuries. Uh, that'll that that thankfully is, I guess, a bitter pill, but something that we can hopefully fortify ourselves with. Um, yeah, well, at least one of those seven games is uh, Dusseldorf. So. <laughs> 
and Hanover. Don't forget them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They're also a team that I think is all on down the line. Ooh, actually, Dusseldorf looks like we're going to get those guys right after the international break. Eh, eh close enough. We'll incorporate that. <laughs> so, Eintracht uh, will be facing the next two matches away from home. Uh, first is the Bundesliga match against uh, Borussia Dortmund, which we'll be talking a little bit more in depth in just a second. Uh, then our first match in the Europa League is uh, an away trip. Um, not for fans. Yeah. <sighs> Look, the Stade de Velodrome is one of the biggest stadiums in, like, Europe. And we don't get a go. <sighs> Thank you. Talk about another. Yeah. Actually, in our next podcast, hopefully we'll be able to get uh, Arno from uh, the San Francisco uh, uh, Olympic Marseille fan club. Hopefully we'll be able to get some answers out of that. Look forward to talking to him in our next podcast. But Eintracht will go away to Marseille. That is on the 20th of September. That's followed up immediately a couple days later by hosting Leipzig. Uh, Roman will be on, there for, uh, be on hand for that and Frankfurt. Yeah. So we'll be able to get some live on the ground kind of a info in regards to that. Then we have an English Volker going away to München Gladbach. Ugh. Nobody likes mm-hmm. going to Gladbach. Any full fans? I'm sorry, but I have heard too many stories. <laughs> <laughs> that all being said, we return home against uh, Hannover 96, followed by uh, our second uh, match in the Europa League. Our first home match, which will actually be against uh, Lazio of the Serie A. Lazio. Ah, so, uh, Eintracht does a away, two home games, an away game, a home game, and an away game for how the Europa League kind of panned out. So, we'll really know really quickly before the Hoffenheim game, uh, which is the final match before the October international break. That is an away match yeah. right there. But at that time, you know, we'll have faced home and away the two best teams of the group. Uh, Nothing against Apollon Limassol, but you know, I mean, <laughs> no offense, yeah, we're but fa- sorry. Um, we th- look, you know, three three teams from three major leagues. I'm sure you will be tricky to go to on November the eighth. So if anyone wants to uh, <laughs> go out there, uh, it's actually not going to be in Limassol. It's going to be in Nicosia. They're playing their matches and. Uh, the national hmm. stadium there. But uh yeah. Uh I tracked seven matches in 23 days. Look, uh the, the it's upon us. Between, granted, the time between, as we mentioned, time between Dortmund and Marseille is six days. So that's not necessarily too bad, but it really just picks up real quick. And these injuries mm-hmm. uh, is the last thing I'm gonna say on it. Timing horrible. But you know, we're yes. Dealing with the hand that we just deal with the hand that you are dealt with, and you be fine. Uh, hopefully, sort of. Fingers crossed. <laughs> all things, <laughs> all things considered, I got a funny feeling that the that all the youth team players who uh, had been signed to contracts and to make sure that the quota is uh, up for German players. I have a funny feeling that. Um, one or two of them might even get a chance yeah. to play. Even the guys from the training team two are going to have a chance to play. Yeah, well, that doesn't exist anymore, does it? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> everything seems to point to at least with Marco Fabian that uh, he has very much made it his mission to patch things up with Adi and mm-hmm. at least whatever bad blood was going on has been um, subsided, at least for the time being. Yeah. I, I think that was all political. I, from from the very beginning, Hutter spoke very, very uh, well of Fabian. So um, I don't know if there was something I missed in the interim, but there might have been some drama. Who knows? As for this, this, this little stretch here between now and, like you said, that international break is the whole when we when we saw this <laughs> schedule come out. Yeah, exactly. When we saw the schedule come out, we knew that by Hoffenheim, by that time, we would know what this team is capable of. So here we are, uh, Dortmund to Hoffenheim. This is this is the trek right here. Um, Such is life, right? Yep. 
<laughs> hey, we got it. We got to do it to if we, we if we want to play in Europa, we got to weather these injury basis, storms. It should be said annual basis, yeah. not just, you know, once every five to ten years. Like Eintracht, the kind of following that Eintracht brings when it comes to away dates is quite mm-hmm. substantial. It is larger than most teams. Eintracht is also the kind of team that. You know, will attr- that plan in Europe will be able to attract a better player yeah. in general to the Bundesliga. Eintracht is yeah. the kind of club that, due to the nature of the city, is much more desirable than I don't know, saying playing in Rostock, for example. <laughs> playing in Sinsheim, for example. Playing in Sinsheim is another, or Wolfsburg. <laughs> No, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to kid myself. If you're playing for Wolfsburg <laughs> or Frankfurt, it's because, you know, you're probably being yeah. offered, like, Bayern silly money, which, mm-hmm. I mean, in case anyone has not heard, uh, their wage bill is basically the size of Atletico Madrid, and Atletico Madrid won the Europa <laughs> League, like, what, they've won it three times in the last decade, they played in two Champions League finals, yeah. won... One La Liga, everyone talks about how it's really been just Real Madrid and Barcelona. Well, Atletico Madrid's kind of punched their way into that. And Wolfsburg is paying their players across the board the same amount. So, <laughs> yeah. Put two together right there. there. That should be easy. That should be easy. <laughs> so, everything being considered, let's break into segment three right here. And uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about... Uh, our match against Borussia Dortmund and preview the weekend's action in the Bundesliga. So stay with. Back again, part three, final part, as we kind of take a look at our matchup against Borussia Dortmund. Lucien Favre is the new coach at Borussia Dortmund, a guy who uh, did well. At uh, Hertha Berlin, uh, was pretty high profile in get in saving Munchen Gladbach from going through the relegation uh, nightmare that we that basically everyone in the Bundesliga, minus Bayern, has <laughs> uh, experienced at least once. And uh, yeah, he turned them into a Champions League kind of team that's way up there now that the boy has got a little bit better resources at hand to be able to take on the likes of the Bundesliga with Dortmund, because let's be honest, those guys have brought in quite a few players. Um, Axel Witzel is a midfielder, uh, along with Thomas Delaney, another midfielder who have been brought in. Uh, This is going to be a tricky one, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Um, away to Bayfa Bay. Hey, look, Friday game. That means that, uh, you know, wherever you're able to watch, where, whatever uh, platform you're able to watch the Bundesliga on, you will have uh, prime watching ability there as it is on FS1 in the United States. But admittedly, these boys are kind of going through their own sort of injury woes. Uh, Nathan, yeah. what can you say that the Eintracht should be doing to take on the Bayfell Bay? Um, considering our injury woes, I don't know. Um, I mean, we'll, <laughs> I mean, Christian we'll have... Pulisic, it doesn't look like he's going to be on. And no, he, there's I mean, a reason why he, that kind of reason why he didn't make the trek out to the United States. Exactly. You know, he otherwise would have been part of a nice one, nothing win over Mexico where we even had a defender, you know, go get in a little shoving match with another player. And then not if anyone hasn't seen it, it's hilarious. But he then puts his hand up to about mid chest to point out the fact that the opposition player, a Mexican international, uh, did only went up yay high. And that brought some real fire and brimstone <laughs> into the match, which otherwise had been dull, but uh, made it a very feisty affair. Anyways. well i mean look we have uh quite a few players that are that are healthy that i have high hopes for that will be starting more than likely rabich right for instance Mm -hmm. uh first game of the season uh for him 
Um, Gacinovich, who's been a beast this year in comparison to uh, other campaigns in the past. Um, I think he is the most improved player so far that we've seen. So we're going to see a lot of him, I think. But um, yeah, uh, what are their what are their main injuries? So they got you got um, Pulisic. You got Pulisic that's out. Uh, Toprak, Toprak, one of their really good defenders, and uh, Rafael Gareo. Yeah who is also out injured. Sadly, no yeah. Marco Royce, but uh, last time we played Dortmund, <laughs> we did kind of practically break him. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I get <laughs> we Eintracht fans get to uh, see Wolfie in a different uh, oh, sheepskin. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a marquee right there for, for us in the Pokal finale. Um, seeing him, you know, in his new grounds uh, and how he might compete or play. I would imagine that he will see time against us, um, which I don't want to see, but we will take that as we, as it comes. Um, but yeah, I'm mo- more like the, the worry for me is not even really our midfield. Um, it's our defensive line and how we can, um, uh, we're going to really rely on Injika and Abraham, um, and uh, perhaps Fallet at this point to, to maintain that back line and, and kind of work f- forward through a, a counter attack, which we'll definitely have a lot of if we're, you know, facing, um, Dortmund do doing their thing. So, um, we're, uh, everyone's going to have to be firing on all cylinders for this game. Uh, I totally have to agree because the likes of Delaney, Dahoud, Witzel in the midfield is not exactly something that I really fancy facing, mm-hmm. if I'm brutally honest. But look, Eintracht just needs defensive solidity. Uh, the likes of Indica will probably have to be, you know, look, this kid is fun. Look, I really think he yes. has had a great start in any positive vibes that you can send his way. You know, tweet <laughs> or Instagram message him some uh, something of goodwill, you know, whatever uh, boosts his ego so that he will be able to perform at top, at peak fitness. That will be great. Yes. yes. Um, actually, if it does come down to offense, I think the player who will actually make the difference is Kostic. Um Oh yeah! He, well, look, when he Good was call. playing for Hasfal, um, he he would show up at random times and just turn the game on its head. Now it didn't mm-hmm. happen all too often, but it did come in unexpected circumstances. Now Hasfal and Eintracht of this year are way different. <laughs> it is <laughs> absurd how much different that they are. So um, all things considered, I think. Uh, if we're going to win, Kostic has got to be firing on all cylinders, and I think that can happen. So um, as we're about to talk about the Bundesliga and kind of get our picks for some of the matches of the weekend, um, let's get our predictions for Eintracht versus Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, uh, I had no problem. Look, I got no problem with going first. I have a funny feeling it's going to be a 1-1 draw only because like Kostic is just re- just wreaking havoc and they'll, and Akanji for Borussia Dortmund specifically will be dragged in, will kind of be focusing himself on that and guess what his back will be turned Alea will be open simple simple pass one touch shot goal I think Alea uh, we'll bang in the goal for the Eintracht, and it's going to be a one-one draw. Oh, okay, all right. I know that sounds very play-by-play breakdown, <laughs> but that's what I got. Well, I mean, so uh, with the, I mean, we still got a lot of speed and a lot of you know technical ability with this team, despite having so many injuries. I could see, yeah, like you said, Kostic and uh, a healthy Rabich. Um, doing some damage together, bringing that ball up pretty damn quickly. So I don't, uh, you know, last week I was, uh, 
the old pessimist in the in, in the group. So I, I think I'll be the optimist and say uh, we'll put Dortmund down. Uh, let's yeah, uh, uh, two to one. <laughs> I, I you know I really have high hopes for Injika. I think he is still. It hasn't shown us our best yet. So I, I really think he could shore up our, our defense and actually teach uh, Abraham a few things, perhaps. So uh, and and I have I have a very high opinion of Abraham and his defensive abilities. So I, you know, we I, we are definitely competitive with them uh, despite our injury woes. Alrighty, so that's going to be on FS1. So uh, that's in the United States. Uh, outside of that, let's see. That is uh, Univision Deportes, as it is the Friday match. So most of the world is going to be able to watch this one. So if you're in, I don't know, Brazil, that's Fox Sports 1. Argentina, Fox Sports is kind of taking care of everybody in the Western Hemisphere. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Canada, that's Sportsnet World. Oh, uh, all in the United Kingdom, which we have a few listeners there. Salute to you. Uh, BT Sport has got you covered there. And yeah, that kind of if you need uh, if you need to know what channel it is on, uh, tweet me at KCSGE. I'll be more than happy to uh, get you specifically your exact uh, local television station that will then be able to put that uh, on to you. And uh, yeah. So the rest of the Bundesliga is kind of interesting. And we're, I'm really just going to peer over this really quickly because there's some interesting matchups for the week. You can also join our predictor league from the Bundesliga. That's uh, Bundesliga.com. You go to the very top that says prediction game. It is H-E-F yeah. space pod that you can join our league and uh, kind of go head to head with us in terms of predicting the outcomes that will be happening for this weekend's matches. So we have a couple interesting matches. Uh, uh, Bayern on Saturday. Really, Saturday's got a, uh, three interesting ones. And then one uh, really just funny one on Sunday, if, in my personal opinion. Uh, <laughs> Bayern Munich versus Leverkusen. Uh, Leverkusen on zero. No points. And then uh, Bayern's doing Bayern things. So... Uh, there's already talk about how Leverkusen might fire the coach and if they really thrash him and Leverkusen has been really good at taking points off of Bayern yep. late but I think uh, Bayern's probably going to win this one <laughs> I I do feel a little uh, uh, <laughs> uh, glee with uh Leverkusen having some issues in terms of Radetzky's move, but that's just being mean. <laughs> so you're thinking um, Bayern's going to win, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't right. believe so. Uh, here's the other one that's probably going to take people by surprise that I'm interested so much in it, or you pay attention to the Bundesliga and you're not surprised. Um, Wolfsburg and Hertha Berlin have uh, two wins after two matches each. They face each other in the Volkswagen Arena. Um, I kind of want, I look, I want Hertha to win, but I think yeah. Wolfsburg's going to win. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. And Hey, you know, if one, if either one wins, um, that's at least someone attempting to keep pace with Byron. At least yeah. attempting. <laughs> Shocker that it would be yeah. either of those teams. <laughs> exactly. Uh, traditional top spiel kind of matchup for the late Saturday kickoff between Mönchengladbach and Schalke. Um, Mönchengladbach hasn't really impressed me all that much. I can't wait for Eintracht to be able to take on those guys because I think that's a team that we can pick up six points in our two matches that we face them against in, or in the course of this 2018-2019 season. And they face Schalke, who, after finishing in second, they're on nil points. Yeah, they're so, not looking great. Yeah, they have not looked good at all. <laughs> uh, they have their own injury woes. On top of, you know, basically for every player that they lost, they brought a player in of equal-ish mm-hmm. caliber. And uh, when you're adding in at least six additional matches with the Champions League, that's kind of not enough. <laughs> In my book, but that's just me. 
And uh, for me, the top match of the day on Sunday, uh, yeah, between Bremen versus Nuremberg or mm-hmm. Freiburg versus Stuttgart, that for me is the latter because each team <laughs> is on zero points and is a question of, okay, who's really going to be down in a big old hole? Because uh, <laughs> just saying, uh, in the match day three, one of these guys is going to be rock bottom of the league. And if it's Stuttgart again, Oh boy, knives are, the knives are going to be out. If it's Freiburg, <laughs> everyone will just shrug and yeah, exactly. uh, move on as per uh, usual. So, yeah, you can Ooh. go right up against us, and that's Bundesliga.com. Go to their prediction game tab and join HEF Pod for that. So, yeah, you can in a little bit of housekeeping notes uh follow us on, on facebook uh that is facebook.com slash hef pond you can follow us on uh twitter that is at hef pond nathan where can we find you on social media you can find me uh on twitter at n-a-j-a-k-w-a and uh, i forgot to mention but i'm gonna be uh watching the game on friday uh at amsterdam uh bar in St. Louis, along with another Eintracht Frankfurt fan. So you might see some oh, nice. uh, ad- additional um, tweets coming my way. Aaron uh, in St. Louis. Uh, it'll be cool to meet you, meet you in person. It's pretty awesome that there's another person here that I know that likes Frankfurt. So <laughs> Where can More we find Eintracht you? More Eintracht fans, the better. More Eintracht yeah, exactly. fans, the better. Indeed. All right. And you can follow me. Brian Sanders at KCSGE. You can also email the show. That is AITrekFrankford at Yahoo.com. So, and uh, wherever you find your podcast, as we've kind of switched our platforms right now, uh, trying to make sure that everything's locked down and tight. Uh, follow us on the SoundCloud. Uh, so you'll be able to get every single additional episode that then drops. Uh, follow us on the Facebook as well. Also, every, every single time that we have our new episode, uh, we'll also be posting it there. So you'll be able to find the newest episode. And uh, should you know an Eintracht Frankfurt fan that is not aware of our show, hey, kind of share us with them. Uh, yeah. This is a platform that we put out for our own uh, well-being in addition to yours. Because, hey, the more Eintracht, the better. And we're just one big old happy family. So here's hoping that we do it over on Bayfall Bay. Uh, But until then, cheers. Cheers.